1: Welcome to episode two hundred and fifty-one of the Cantabite Dispatch. I'm Emily Lind, and with me, as always, it's our delightful host Brittany Brown. Hi, Brittany. Hello. How are you? I am not doing too badly. How about yourself?
2: I agree. It's been an annoying couple days, but I'm surviving. You're you're doing okay. you so you're you're not doing very badly. Yeah, so I'm okay. I'm fine. You're, you're okay? Okay, good. Like, I don't have to, like, hunt anyone. I don't have to, like, take a plane I, somewhere.
1: Well, I mean, that's always an option. Because that's just, like, I know. an underlined thing that could happen. But nobody knew to add to the list. Just the okay. one. Well, technically two. But mostly just the one.
2: Yeah, just let me know. Because I just got a new credit card for this European trip I'm taking, and I need to spend $4,000 in three months to be able to, like, get a bonus thing. So if you need me to go anywhere or do anything to, like, any, like, video game characters, like, just let me know. Okay. So, like... Sounds good. I, I'll do that. All right. Um, and I'll be able to get my money back. So it's, like, a win-win for you and for me. I get money, you get revenge. Sweet.
1: Sounds good. All right. Well, we'll talk... And when it's not being recorded. Okay. Okay. Uh, no, I was fine. Um, I was sick last week. Like I didn't feel that bad. I was just coughing a lot, and I thought that doesn't sound like a podcast that I want to edit. So <laughs> we didn't record last week.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: Are you feel better though. Yeah, like it never. Usually when I get a cough, it like really settles into my chest and I ca- I'm coughing for like a month and it wakes me up in the middle of the night and all that. And that didn't happen this time. It didn't get quite that bad. But there were a couple of days where it was just there was, a, I was, there was a lot of cough medicine being taken.
2: Oh, that's too bad. I know that's something that doesn't really happen like with Carlos and I. Like we're not really like when we get sick, we're not like big coughers. Even, like, if I, am like, if, if the wind, if the weather gets weird, like, out we're not, we're really lucky with, I think it's probably, like, the California weather, too. I mean, but right now we are dealing with, like, big, like, rain and wind storms, but our sinuses and lungs are okay. That's good for now. Have you guys been up to anything? Have we been up to anything? Or just no. you.
1: It doesn't have to. I don't really care what Carlos does, but
2: yeah um we are actually going to be visiting um a friend that we haven't seen in a couple of years um on uh, next Saturday oh, So that's cool. yeah um we're going to Disneyland next Saturday, <gasps> which is surprising because you know I, I thought that, My first time back in the Disney parks would be in in Disney Paris. But um, my sister's birthday is coming up and she's like, I want to go to Disneyland. So I was like, okay, let me gather all the gift cards I was supposed to use for Disney Paris. But they don't accept gift cards in Disney Paris. And I'll spend them all at Disneyland. Not all of them, but yeah. So we're going to go to Disneyland, which is like a very i i should be excited because like i haven't been there in three years but also like it just it's like weird because it's like everything with your pack and like there's still a lot of shit going on the disney company that i'm not like too yeah like, you know like playing
1: play, off seven thousand people is not great
2: yeah like that's very uncomfortable just very fucking sad so it, it's bittersweet um but I'm excited for all the 100th anniversary for the Walt Disney Company celebrations they're having. They have new fireworks. They just reopened Toontown. They have, you know, a bunch of different props, different things, you know, for 100 years of Disney. So that's pretty cool. But I wish I was more excited. I'm but sure once you I'm get into
1: it, you'll have fun. Different.
2: Yeah. And my whole family's going, which is really surprising. I thought that my parents, like, wouldn't be down to go because, like. It's not really fun for them anymore. It's kind of like for us, but they agreed to going. So there's going to be like seven of us, you know, road trip to Disneyland. So I'm pretty excited. Yeah, it should be fun. Hopefully I will spend money there so I can spend $4,000 by the end of three months. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds good. Yeah. What have you been up to? Anything fun? Really like kind of
1: uh, making some more plans for celebration trip. Um, I uh, I emailed the distillery I want to do a tour of today to get an idea on that, and they have a bunch of options. The day we're going to be there, so that'll be fun. Get to do some scotch tasting. Ooh and. Yeah, and we're kind of looking at other tours or if we're just gonna, you know, kind of play stuff by ear. But then it's just a lot of like, I've been like thinking of all the little odds and ends I need to take care of, which is annoying. Like, I need to buy adapters and need to figure out like my phone and all this other shit. So I'm kind of just like, ugh. It's really coming up. It's just like a little over a month. It's crazy.
2: I know we still need to figure out like different tours we're gonna do. Um, it's really annoying trying to find a train. Getting when we go to Normandy, but it's really cheap staying in Normandy. So like worst case scenarios, we we stay in a sixty dollar Airbnb, and like that's nothing. So I'm happy to spend money. And hopefully, I'll spend four thousand dollars <laughs> on this trip. But I got the adapters. Um, yeah. It, crazy that it's coming up so soon i feel like it was like months and months ago when they announced it like it just it's crazy that it's getting down to like the last month like in a little over a month we're gonna be hanging out yeah it's very strange
1: i I mean especially because it was like there was less than a year between these celebrations that Mm -hmm. and because this one is international i think that adds to the making it seem faster because it is much more of a thing to go over there than it would be to, like, book a ticket to Chicago.
2: Yeah, I'm really hoping that the next one is in Anaheim or, like, Denver. Maybe they'll bring it back to Denver for a first Star Wars I'd be, I'd be
1: surprised if they did two international ones in a row. Yeah, me too. So, it'll probably be here. Yeah, so, yeah, they did announce that the next one isn't until 2025, which, I mean, we were kind of surprised that this one was only a year apart. So, I think that that makes sense. But other than that, like, I mean, it's also just nice that as much as I will be sad that I won't see all my Star Wars friends, Next year, I do kind of like the idea of, oh, I can spend my vacation time doing something else.
2: Yeah, I I agree somewhat. I feel like part of me is relieved because it's just crazy. I think I'm going to Nicaragua next year and I'm thinking um, all these different trips I might be taking and then add like a Star Wars celebration on top of it.
1: Especially if it is like in Anaheim or Orlando, like those aren't places i want to go on vacation particularly or at all yeah so so now um my my very first thought was i want to go to iceland so iceland is the number one possibility right now because kev also wants
2: to go to iceland oh that's fantastic that's a fun opportunity for you guys jeez yeah
1: i want to go during the winter so we can see the northern lights that's so cool. And I also want to see puffins. They have puffins
2: there. Oh, I love just sea animals. It's just they're fantastic. Like killer whales or I fucking love orcas. Like I want to go like just hang, not hang out with the orcas. Cause like that would kill me. Like I want to like hang out, you know, on, on a, I don't know on an island somewhere, and then like just you know see all the orcas in the water, just like living it up. Like that's just so wonderful to be just yeah. knowing that there's a bunch of orcas not trapped at SeaWorld, you know? Yeah, and it's it's
1: <clears throat> like it's super beautiful, and also they they've seem to have made a really big tourist push. And the past several years like iceland is a place that you see advertised a lot they do a lot of have a one day layover and iceland deals and shit so i think it could be a pretty pretty fun but affordable vacation
2: i know my parents are about to do like one of those like big tours like or big um cruises like they're going like to florence they're going to France, like, they're going to Barcelona, like, one of those, like, big cruises that just take you, like, everywhere, and I'm stoked to hear what, like, what they have to say about it.
1: Greece is a place I would like to go at some point.
2: I know, that seems nice. I know, thinking about, like, all these, like, celebration plans, like, really makes me think, like, God, like, you know, I'm gonna have to get married soon, and then like we're gonna have to go <laughs> have on a honeymoon, to. and like where are we gonna go? You know, I mean, no, I mean, I mean, I have to marry Carlos. It's like it's it was in the written written uh written will, but written, written uh, agreement when we started <laughs> dating that we have to get married at the end of this. No, um, yeah, I know. Like it, I was almost thinking, I'm like, yeah, Carlos is looking at me right now, like, what? what are we talking about here no but it really makes me think i was thinking maybe like in 2025 like we would have got married or something but if it's in anaheim then maybe if it's star wars celebration wedding everyone can come that'd be so funny like hey i'm planning star wars celebration around my wedding so that people can get here early come to my wedding and then go. there's a romantic there's a romantic how much of a train wreck would that be Star Wars just br- brought us together and now it's bringing all our friends to, to Star Wars celebration to watch us get married it'd be fucking funny but no I'd want a real honeymoon like yeah of course I don't know I say I want a real honeymoon but Carlos and I keep talking about like the possibility of us doing a Band of Brothers tour for a honeymoon because like that well, just look, seems like look, so fucking whatever, awesome I mean, for that's us something we're
1: interested in. I don't think a honeymoon has to be you know like sitting on a beach somewhere and do something you want to do
2: Yeah, I know. I, I'm, I'm particular about my honeymoon though. Like I want to do it like straight after I get married. Like, I don't want to like wait, like, you know, like go back to work on Monday. Like I got hitched this weekend. Like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to take my time. I'm not going to be at work for a month because not a month I, I wish, but we don't live in a perfect world, Emily. I have to work to live, but for a couple weeks, but yeah. That's crazy that, you know, seeing like, you know, Star Wars Celebration like two years from now. And I'm thinking, wow, like a lot in my personal life can change in two months or no, two years, not two months, not
1: two months, Carlos. Yeah. Yeah. No, but yeah. So I think, I think overall it's probably good, even though, again, I'm going to miss seeing people next year. Yeah.
2: I'm going to miss seeing people too, but. It's nice that we're sick, everyone, like, so soon. And we'll be able to hang out, do London things. You know, Catherine's always talking about, like, know, let's get food. Like, she said the other day, like, let's all get burgers. I'm thinking, man, like, a burger sounds really good. Being able to have, like, a nice cheeseburger, like, with my friends. And having chips. Like, calling french fries chips. Like, being able to be somewhere where, like, these are chips. They're not french fries. They're chips. Like, I can't <laughs> fucking wait for that, okay. Emily.
1: Right? I mean, it's not on my own list, but you do you.
2: I just am excited to, like, eat my way through I mean, Europe. I do like food. Yeah. Have you been watching Let's anything see. lately?
1: Uh, you came back, and I watched the first half of that season, because they're doing the stupid, annoying thing where they put up, like, six episodes, and then the last half of the season will be up in, I don't know, like, another month or two, which is annoying, but... Uh, that was fun. I started watching uh, Shrinking on Apple. That is with Matt Moll's, uh favorite, Jason Segel, from How I Met Your Mother. I just assume he's a huge fan because he loves that show so much. Um, I mean, Jason Segel is the oh, most yeah. tolerable pr- member of that cast, I would say. And he is very good on Shrinking. And Harrison Ford is excellent. Harrison Ford is actually trying, which is impressive because I think it's been a while since I saw Harrison Ford try, but it's a really good performance. Um, So they are both uh, psychiatrists and Jason Segel's character has recently lost his wife and they have like a teenage daughter and so he's dealing with that well he's also trying to help his patients uh, Harrison Ford is like his mentor and he has parkinson's that he's dealing with and it's very funny it has it has a similar feel to Ted Lasso and that like it, it's not a mean show it's it's about caring about people and being nice to people and trying to like make people better But it's still really funny. I mean, I don't like it as much as I like Ted Lasso, but I don't like anything as much as I like Ted Lasso. Of course. Ted Lasso comes back in just a couple weeks. Very, very excited. That's exciting. Um, I'm trying to think if I've been watching anything else. Oh, I started uh, Hello Tomorrow, which is also on Apple, which is sort of this... Like, futuristic, but, like, 1950s futuristic. Like, it has this very n- n- 1950s rocket ships flying car aesthetic to it, where everybody's kind of still, like, dressed like the 50s, but it has this sci-fi sheen over it. And Billy Crudup is the lead. He is very, very good. And he is a guy who works at a company that is selling timeshares on the moon uh, i don't i don't want to spoil too much cuz there's a there's a twist on that you find at the end of the the first episode but it's i don't know it's a weird one to kind of recommend i mean they they they've, i've watched i guess they have 3 or 4 up so far um it's just weird tonally it's not quite sure what to do with this like it's just weird um but he is so good and like weird and almost a little bit sinister but that's just because he's Billy Crudup and Billy Crudup is always a little bit sinister and anything um but if you like kind of retro futurism it's pretty decent and Hank area is in it and I like that guy too um but that's about it how about you have you seen anything good
2: Um, right now, Carlos and I are watching this show. It's on Netflix, but it's from the History Channel called Alone, where uh, they put people in the wild and like they expect them to survive, and whoever's the last one gets half a million dollars. And it's, like, all these, like, survivalist people who, like, are – okay like, they're in, um, like, Vancouver or, like, in a forest somewhere. And, like, they're all separated from each other, so there's no way for them to find each other. So they're just, like, on their own, just trying to survive, trying to fish, trying to, like, create, like, a cabin or, like, place to live. You know? So it's interesting. It shows survival skills. And even though, like, I would say, like, I would say that eighty percent of the people on that show probably don't believe that I should have reproductive rights. (laughs) Other than that, I think that it's 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 entertaining, like watching people like get so excited if they catch a fish, like by making like their own supplies. Like they aren't really allowed to bring anything. Like this guy has like a bow and arrow, and he was able to use it to like kill a deer, and now he has food for three weeks. And then like another guy, like he. He made like a fishing net out of just like things that he found, like tree branches or et cetera, et cetera. So it's just really interesting to see like survivalists and like how people do in the wild and how people do alone. Like there was a guy who he was doing really well. You know, he built himself like a cute little cabin, you know, made like a lock on the door and everything. And he's like, I miss my family. I want to go home. And it just it's crazy because it's like you're you're here and you're here to win money. And like, yeah, it just it's crazy. Like just like what makes them go home. I mean, these people have been there for, like, three weeks, and that's when finally some of them were cracking. But, I mean, I, I can't talk. I mean, I I don't have any survival skills. So, no. yeah. good for them. Power to them. But, other than that, um, we're not really watching anything, waiting for, like, Ted Lasso The Mandalorians next week, which, that's interesting. Because, I feel like it's been a long time since we were disappointed by the finale. <laughs> you know, if...
1: If they hadn't done their weird fuck up where they decided to resolve their big cliffhanger on a totally different show, then I might be more interested. Like, if I was going into this season going, oh, man, it's going to be so interesting. The Mando is going to be on his own. He's not going to have the little baby Yoda with him anymore. What's his life going to be like now that he doesn't have his little friend? And, ooh, maybe maybe we'll check in on the little baby Yoda and we'll see him train with Luke. And it'll be really interesting to see how that plays out over an entire season. And we might we might learn more about Luke. We might learn more about the whole, like, philosophy of how Luke's deciding to raise his Jedi as opposed to the way like he was trained. And that's going to be so cool. But instead, what they decided to do is not do any of that. And it's, we're just going to get some fucking like Bo Katan Darksaber shit that I don't I I don't care who leads Mandalore. I don't care at all. I don't like any of those people. I like Mandalorian and I like the Baby Yoda. And I just want to see their story. But it's just going I'm just so annoyed that they failed so fundamentally at a basic storytelling level. Well,
2: because Dave Dave is in the chair. Dave is in okay, the chair but, but, that looks like a hat. But here's what doesn't make sense to
1: me. Which is. They were in charge before. They were, It's not like an actor quit. Or somebody died. Or they took over from a story. Where somebody else had all this setup up. That, that now they have to deal with. And they decided they didn't want to deal with that story. So they erased it. Like They decided to end their se- their season. With that cliffhanger and then decided no no we made it we we fucked that up we don't want to do that and that is mind boggling and it gives me no faith in any of their storytelling going forward
2: yeah i feel like the fabro faloni sandwich is expiring And you should probably throw it away or else you're going to get food poisoning.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm just like, you don't you don't understand how to tell an emotionally satisfying story. Uh, You didn't want to put in like the hard yards on this one. So why should I give a shit? Like, why should I give a shit? If anything looks like it's going to happen, that's going to be some big emotional thing when it's just going to get resolved with a hand wave on another fucking show.
2: Yeah, it's just going to be cameo cameo central USA. Like this I just feel like the storytelling has really lacked. I mean, the fact that I think last season they had so many cameos and was there a story? Is there a story? Like I I don't know. I mean, I used to be very confident in Favreau because I really loved the first season, The Mandalorian. But I feel like as soon as like Dave came in and Dave was like, I'm a director, I'm a writer now for live action. Like, I just feel like everything that they touch just turns to dust uh, like Thanos Uh, (laughs) because yeah,
1: I just like I don't I don't trust that they have an actual vision for the show in any real way. And, like, yeah, man, if you don't care about this, what, like, story that you're telling, why the fuck should I care about it?
2: I just feel like they don't care, and they're like, oh, great, this is making Walt Disney Company money. Yeah, all the kids are going to have Grogu's and Grogu t-shirts and Grogu mugs and Grogu sweaters. Like, doesn't matter how we write this. Like, I just feel like they've kind of hit that, that point where, like, they could make Grogu sound like Vin Diesel and the show would still work. Yeah, I just,
1: yeah, I'm kind of, I mean, look, I'm going to watch it. There'll probably be some stuff in it that I like, but.
2: Oh yeah. I mean, it doesn't
1: help that I just don't care about the Mandalorians. Or two ends up with a dark saber. And I th- that also doesn't help that. I think as you know, she was fine as a voice actress, but Katie Sackhoff fucking sucks. Live action Bo-Katan. She's terrible like such a wooden performance. and I'm like, oh my God, we're just going to have more of her trying to be like powerful and emotional, angry chick. No, thank you.
2: Yeah. But Emily, like what if we have another Sokatano Tano cameo? Jeez.
1: Also don't care. Wouldn't that be great? Also don't care. I mean, fuck this.
2: The other thing, like,
1: why can't a show just exist as its own show? It's my same thing. Problem that I have with all the Marvel stuff. Like I saw, somebody, I saw somebody say about Ant-Man, oh, well, but Ant-Man, Ant-Man wasn't very good, but but that's okay because it does what it needs to do and that's like establish Kang as like the next villain. I'm like, no, that's not what a movie needs to do. A movie needs to be a movie in its own right and tell a good story. No. It can set up other stuff for the rest of your universe. That's fine. But if the movie doesn't stand on its own, it's not a good movie and it's not okay. And you shouldn't just like be willing to accept that this movie is just set up for something down the line further that it's like fucking mcu fundamentally broke something in moviegoers brains of how they interact with fiction and it bleeds all the way into star wars too and it drives me crazy and i hate it i just want like tell me a fucking story that is just the story that you're telling me please for the love of god
2: I know I saw Ant-Man yesterday and it wasn't very good. There was no story. Even like they didn't really establish Kang really well. Everything was just bad. Don't see it, guys. Don't waste your money. If you really like Ant-Man, you can wait till you can see it on Disney Plus, but it was just there's no plot and there's no excuses for that. I mean, I all these movies are like everything's connected, you know with the TV shows and it's this new phase like I don't know. Why can't we just all be honest with each other and say that like they can't? They did Infinity War and End Game and everything, and that's that's probably it for a while.
1: And Just m- m- make a movie. That's just that movie. You could do that. It's fine. But I don't know. Yeah. So Mandalorian. I just wish I'm. I'm sad that I'm not at all excited about it. Like, it bums me out. Like, I want to be excited for this show. And I just am not.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel you. Like, I feel the same way about, like, going to Disneyland. Like, I should be excited to go to Disneyland and spend all my money. But I'm not. Because, you know, Disneyland is is dummy dirty. Or done people dirty. You know, the Mandalorian done people dirty. You know? Like, I, I get it. I 100% get it. But... I mean, we can look forward to other shows that are coming back soon. I mean, Ted Lasso's coming back. Like, that's going to be so nice to watch so, every week.
1: I, I cannot I cannot wait to see what they do with this season, because the setup is Bananas with fucking Nate. Goddamn him.
2: Yeah, he's terrible.
1: And I want to know what's going to happen with Keely and Roy. And I need them twerk it out, whatever the fuck is going on there. Like, no, they need to be together and happy. And I need Sam and Rebecca to get back together. Because I do not want Sam to be sad. It's He is. Too lovely and sweet and pretty to be sad. I just finished a Ted Lasso Rewatch and it made me Nate it made me hate Nate again so much. Like I had forgotten like I knew that I hated him, but I had forgotten just how like passion and like it makes my heart on fire that's how much I hate him and it all came back to me very very quickly
2: I know because you tweeted the other day that you hated Nate and I'm thinking she's probably doing a Ted Lasso (laughs) rewatch (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I didn't put any context in that whatsoever. But what no I love Emily's no context tweets. Like, they're my favorite because I'm just like, oh, great. Like, what's happening in Emily's life right now? I'm thinking, oh, shit, what's happening? Or, like, you know, just, oh, I hate you. oh, Emily's doing a rewatch. Or, you know, Emily talking about droids. Oh, she's watching Andor. You know, like, it just it's so fun. It's just, like, a mixed box. It's like you, you put your hand in a box you get a prize and you don't know what that prize is going to be because you're blindfolded. Sometimes yeah. it's
1: a mouse trap.
2: You never fucking know. But I mean, it, mostly it's good. Mostly it's good. But when it's bad, it makes me want to book a flight somewhere and use my credit card so that I'm able to spend $4,000. But you know, just, just things.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, but no, I'm. I'm, I'm so excited for that show to come back because it is so good. Um, let's see. Oh, bet we had two Bad Batches yeah. to talk about. <clears throat> which actually kind of worked out well, because it was a two-parter. So they're on a planet, doing a thing, where they're trying to get some stuff. And then their ship gets stolen. And then in this episode, they get their ship back. Yeah. I have to say. And that, the first episode, um, I mean, Omega Day is really not doing well. With Echo having left. She is angry and sad. And doesn't really know how to deal with that. Because she is a little kid. And you don't know how to deal with your emotions. But she is really mad. At how. Nobody else seems to really be affected by it. uh, Especially Tech. And. It leads to this. And you know. Like Tech is pretty plaza about the ship being stolen too. I mean. I am obviously. You know. Like they need a ship. But he doesn't have any sort of emotional response to it. Which she makes her mad. And they have a a really cool moment together um, where, where, you know, she explains how much she feels like their family and, you know, this, this ship is her home and how she's losing that. And, 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 and tech explains to her just because I'm not expressing those emotions. Doesn't mean I don't feel them. And I thought that was really well done.
2: Yeah, it was really cool to see Tech actually have like an, a emotional conversation with Omega because you know here's Tech the whole time you know very tone deaf, very he he says what he thinks and he's definitely like the most like analytical clone. You know he I'm trying to think of the word for it, but just like stoic, stoic, reserved. Yeah, and. You know, if something's wrong, he would be like, what's wrong? You know, and especially with Omega and her concerns and everything. Like, it's okay. We'll find out their home. And Omega's like, no, you don't understand. Like, this is my home. And just that conversation that she had with tech was was really nice. And I'm glad that we're getting to know tech a little more, like, this season. Because I feel like tech has been kind of that clone that just, like, we don't really know much about tech. You know, tech just stays tech. Tech is the honest one. The one, the analytical one. The one with the calculations. Like, he's fucking smart. But I don't know, like I there's a lot of potential in tech and I feel like it was good for him to get a little vulnerable and to talk with Omega because, you know, they're siblings. Like, that's her brother. Like, it's good for siblings to, you know, have that kind of conversation. So
1: and and I like that, that that Hunter and Wrecker are like, dude, you made her mad. You're the one who needs to go talk to her. Such a brother thing to
2: do. I know sometimes like if I get like a tip with like, my brother and sister someone's like hey you gotta talk to them or like if someone's like hey tell Rusty not to do that or <laughs> tell Brandy not to do that you know like yeah. yeah it's a sibling thing but I love their relationship I love how close they all are and it's funny because like you know that that last episode you know n- not the one this week but the one that we were just previously watching like I, I just really like them. Like, I really like the Bad Batch. I I don't think that an animated Star Wars show has hit me like the Bad Batch does. Like, I think it's very well done. I think the characters are great. Like, I love the boys. I love Omega. Like, I'm very impressed with the character yeah. development, with the character stories. Like, yeah, it's great. I yeah, like it.
1: I, I think they've just done a, a really good job job with defining everybody's personalities and all of their interactions like with with one another and i'm i'm really surprised still just how much i enjoy this show um i liked i liked this episode this week too where they're they're at the mines with has like the criminal guy who is screwing over all the miners and has all this little uh crew of criminal kids um i i like that one of omega's immediate concerns is gonky that is very much fitting with omega's character i like that it's her caring about him that gets them their ship back Cause that's what, you know, she has this idea of tracing him cause he's her friend. And so we want, you know, she wants to get him back and not just the ship. And so that's how they get it back. I thought that was very cute. I liked how Wrecker just keeps growling, literally growling at that boy who stole their ship. That made me laugh. Uh, I also liked how excited uh, Wrecker is when he sees Gonky again at the end and he like
2: lifts him up and gives him like a little like hug and I'm like oh that's adorable I didn't think that I would love a gonk joint as much as I used to in like the, the original Battlefront games because like the gonk joints would give you like health supplies and like they'd make like a gonk noise every time like you hit it and I like I love Gonk, and now like Gonk is here in Bad Batch. Like I'm I'm loving this like reinvention or like just this rebirth of Gonk. Yeah, yeah. And I'm glad
1: I'm glad that they have their home back. And I thought the end scene was pretty good when um when they're threatening to throw Omega into the pits, and when Hunter does his cool action guy swing and grabs her, I like. The, the utter faith that Omega has in him that she immediately is like, okay, I'm just going to throw myself over the edge <laughs> and I know that my brother will grab me.
2: They're so good.
1: <sighs> Who would have thought I'd be more excited about like seeing Bad Batch than Mandalorian? That's bananas.
2: I'm just happy you like Star Wars again. There was, like, a time where, you know, I was really thinking, like, after, like, after your eyes Skywalker, like, was, you know, walking uh, out of yeah, that movie. I some dark times. I remember telling Carlos, I'm like, I don't think I have a podcast anymore. <laughs> I, mean, I don't, what am I going to do? Oh, boy. Yeah, it was, it was looking a little lifty after Rise of Skywalker, because that's
1: a bad movie.
2: How do you, like, how do you recover from that? Like, did that cause COVID? Like, how, <laughs> how... How do you recover from sitting in that theater, you know, being invested in the series for like six or five years to find out that Ray is a Palpatine and Ray changed her name to Ray oh Skywalker? Like, how do you recover from that? Like, how do you financially recover?
1: That was so bad. It's so stupid. God damn it. Most of the time, I kind of forget that movie exists. And whenever I'm reminded that that movie exists, I get annoyed again.
2: I don't think I've watched it since. <laughs> I think I've, like, watched, like, I think like it's been on TV or something. I've watched a couple clips, but it just bothers me. Like, I can't even watch the sequel trilogy anymore. Because it just, like, bothers me knowing that that's how they end it. Like, they establish these great characters to fuck with them. But then they they give us Kelly Marie Tran and they give us Rose Tico, who's like a fantastic character in The Last Jedi. And they're like, oh, no, people didn't like her. Let's give her of a role in Rise of Skywalker. Let's talk about how wonderful she is at Star Wars Celebration and fuck her over. Like, yeah, that bugs me so much. Yeah,
1: still yeah. no, that. Yeah, the movie was. I, I mean, I haven't I haven't I haven't watched any of those movies since that movie came out. Cause, like you said, it like knowing that that's how it yeah. ends. I have no desire to watch any of them anymore. Um, yeah, but Bad Batch is good. I like it. Um, anything else going on in Star Wars?
2: I don't think so. I think other than like celebration being in twenty twenty five with my wedding, and mandalorian on wednesday i think that's it god i'm gonna have to avoid the internet all day because people get crazy and then now twitter has that stupid thing where it's like the following side and the like for you side and then like sometimes it's on the wrong side and so you can see someone that liked like to tweet being like, man, I can't believe Pedro Pascal took off his mask again. Like, <sighs> motherfucker. Uh, you know what?
1: I don't think I care about Mandalorian spoilers.
2: That's good. Oh, yeah, we have Discord, too. That, that's always nice.
1: Yeah, like, I just, I don't, I, I don't, I mean, look, there might be one surprise or two. But, I mean, the main thing that I would have been interested in is, oh, I wonder when we're going to see the little baby Yoda again. But they already spoiled that for themselves, so I don't care. I mean, if I'm like, what? I'm going to care like so and so use the dark saber, or like some other fucking Mandalorian from the video game showed up. Oh, oh, we have an email. We should read the email before we go.
2: Yeah, thank you for email. You, you, If you, if anyone wants to email us or leave us a voicemail or anything else, kendobytepod at gmail.com.
1: Yeah, and this is from our friend Kim. Uh, you should check out her stuff. She does a lot of amazing art. Uh, is it Jedi Artist Kim? Is that our handle? Yeah, go yes. get her stuff. It's really, really good. And she's very nice. And she has really cool cats. She says... Hey ladies, congratulations on 250 episodes, or however it is now, I know I'm setting this in kind of late, only, oh it's only, it's only one, because we didn't record last week, so you're totally good, and also thank you. Anyway, you two are the best. Your episodes are always funny, insightful, and honest. Yours was one of the first episodes I listened to where I really felt like the host understood my feelings and relationship to Star Wars. Whether you're loving on Star Wars, or unapologetically criticizing it, or not talking Star Wars at all, or discussing which characters would be a good fuck, it's always a great time. Speaking of the latter, how would you feel about doing a bedwatch and or edition? I'd love to hear your thoughts on Bix, Brasso, and or Deidre. Thanks for 250 episodes of awesome podcasting. Can't wait to see you both in London, Kim. I'm so glad you're coming to Celebration, Kim. I'm really excited to see you again. Uh, And thank you. Um, I still think it's weird that we've been doing this for 250 episodes. I also think it's weird that a couple of people listen to it, right. <laughs> but I really, I really appreciate that. Oh man, we haven't done bedwatch in a while. So for those who, who haven't heard our bedwatch before bedwatch is a segment we used to do kind of regularly where people would send in a character and we would talk about what their character would be like in bed. Um, who should we talk about? I think we should talk about bra. I think Brazo is the one who is the most interesting. Or maybe it's just that he is the one I would most like to sleep with. But I have to say, he, very much a good fuck. Very, very, like, passionate. Very considerate. Like, he's not going to just take care of himself. He's going to make sure that his partner is satisfied first.
2: He has hands for a reason.
1: Yes. But also, he's Mm -hmm. got, like... Big old powerful hands that he can, you know, smash fucking stormtroopers with.
2: Who imagine what he can do to you with those? Yes, hands. exactly. I, am, I have imagined it. Whew. Yeah, those are some powerful hands. You might be sore for a week. Who knows? <laughs> that... Even better.
1: No, I like that guy. Also, he's <laughs> handsome. He's kind to droids. He is on the like he's on the right side. He like like union guy. I also like that. And also kinda has like some serious fucking rage in him, obviously, because I think everybody on that planet would. And again, good looking dude. So yeah, I think I think I think he's probably like one of the better people in Star Wars to fuck, I would say.
2: I think so. He seems like one of those like kind men that just they they want to take care of you. You know, they have their Big meaty muscles and big hands, and you know they're working all day, but they come home to you, and they're like, "I want to take care of you." Isn't that just like so nice? Like that's just like, what's what's better? Yeah, you know, like that's brasso. That's literally brasso, and he's nice. Yeah, and I think he's a
1: little yeah. It's like no good.
2: It's hitting the jackpot. Yeah, but he's not like he's not like.
1: so like nice to like where he'd be like soppy and you have to be telling him what to do every step of the way where it'd be like weird like yeah. apologizing like he that is a guy who can take charge when he needs to
2: mm-hmm. yeah yeah I miss bed watch Are we can talk about oh, I do too it's fun divulging in the sex lives <laughs> of star wars characters
1: i think we should bring back Bedwatch, so i think we should save uh bix and deidre and do them another time
2: okay fantastic well thank you kim um actually i was on kim's instagram page for her art and it is kimberly sterling art oh, okay yeah she just had a milestone recently she has over 10,000 followers that's crazy I know like this she's she's our famous art what's up with us having famous artist friends we have celebrity artist Chris Hall we have celebrity artist Kim Sterling like all these celebrity friends that we have Emily it's just bananas and I saw that Mendo posted something on his stories the other day it's like the stars are aligning in celebrity land <laughs> <laughs> To Star Wars celebration, yeah, maybe Mando will be there. That 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 could be a sign. Kim's gonna be there. Celebrity artist Chris Hall is gonna be there.
1: Keep I'm holding out hope that fucking Andor season two panel out comes, out comes Ben Mendelsohn.
2: I think I would die. I think like my I, I would die. It would be great. Needs to happen to witness that. I know they really need to bring them to celebration for um, autographs and pictures. Like I feel like they're bringing everyone for um, for London, but it's very yeah, it's expensive. It's fucking here. expensive as shit. This, year. I mean, not. I mean, they're always expensive, but
1: Jesus, some of them are up, like seems like like almost fifty percent higher than normal. It's crazy.
2: God, like just it's crazy. Like going to the store and getting eggs. Like I had to get eggs for like Super Bowl recipes the other day, and I think I spent like six ninety nine on like. Yeah, that's 12 been, eggs yeah, fucking, what the fuck what the fuck yeah, emily that's too much to spend on eggs
1: but no i mean i couldn't like i couldn't i couldn't do like a ben Madison photo op or anything but i wanted to be at celebration
2: why wouldn't it would too just be awkward too it is weird to pay people to like talk to you yeah 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 into, it's like one like, thing
1: to you know like Oh, I ran into such and such celebrity who I really like at a bar. And I told them that I think they're really cool. Like, that's that's fine. But just the kind of uh, production line that is autographs and stuff. I don't know. I don't have anything to say to Mim Nettleson. Like, I can't be like, hey, I, I think you're really hot and I want to fuck you. Like, that's not something you can say to somebody. That's not right.
2: Well, you can start off being like, hey, you know, my friend Steele Saunders, <laughs> you signed something for me, like, because I call you Mendo, and you'd be like, oh, yeah, you're Lindo. <laughs> yeah,
1: wow. Sure. No, I have to, uh, i mean, that's your thing. Is I already have a really fucking sweet Ben Mendelsohn autograph, so. I
2: know. Oh, I love our friend Steele. I know you were just at Universal Studios the other day. Oh,
1: yeah, because he was hanging out with, like, The Simpsons.
2: I know. The Simpsons and Mario. There was a minion. Yeah, dinosaurs. Unfortunately, Chris Pratt. But that's fine. (laughs) Briefly. Just like on that ride. I haven't been to Universal Studios since like 2014. I think that Rusty wants to go for his birthday next month. And I'm thinking, oh, great. Another thing to add in April. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, wait. It's still February. I'm thinking ahead. Yeah. It is still February for a couple more days. I know. I don't like February. February is not really my favorite. No, month,
1: February though. sucks. It's a dumb month.
2: Yeah. like every I like it because, like, Carlos makes me dinner on Valentine's Day. <laughs> okay. And... Like, that's really nice. And, like, we get each other cards because of it's a Hallmark holiday. But then, like, we get each other cards next month, anyways, because they're anniversary month. But they just, it's just a weird month. Like, it's rainy, it's cold, it's no longer Christmas, you know? And then it's March, and it's like, oh, like, spring's happening. Things are happening. You get to go, Taylor Swift. You get to go say hi to Mickey Mouse. And then, You get to go on an airplane to Europe. It's fun things that happen in March. You get to spend $4,000 so that you get your bonus on your credit card. You know, like cool things happen in March. (laughs) Okay, anything else we need to talk about today? No,
1: that's it. Where can people find you on the good old internet?
2: You can find me on the internet as Canto Brit. On Instagram and Twitter. What about you? I am on Twitter
1: and Instagram at EF Lind. The show is at Cantobyte Pod. Uh, as Brittany said earlier, you can send us email at at gmail.com. If you want to hear us talk about what any of Eddie and Star Wars would be like in bed, send us something for Bedwatch or send us some stuff for Fuck Mary Kills or send us your thoughts on anything because, hey, there's going to be a new episode of The Mandalorian and maybe you want to talk about that. I don't know. Maybe you just want to talk about how adorable Omega is. That's fine too. Other than that, thank you for listening and we will talk to you all next time. Bye.
2: Bye. Uh,
0: Keto Bitch number one doing it fulcrum style. Uh, check it out. Listen up, y'all, cause this is it. Fuck all the rest, be a canto bitch. Britney, the Jinge, and Emily Lynn. Bet on these two to show place to win. These are the girls you've been looking for. Unique takes on Star Wars and more. Listen every week for laughs and fun. Take it from me, Kendo bitch number one. Oh my God. And I just can't quit. How do you become a bitch like me? Podcast you gotta download CBD. Send emails, just listen and chill. Give them some names to fuck, Mary, kill. Ask them a question or send a top three. Mine is Lindo, Brittany, and me. Your my girls at? P.S. my girls at? P.S. The pod might be good, but my girls are better. Check out some folks, they want to bang and a refresher. Ventress and Kylo Rango, we'll have Tarkin and of course men and send a shot to the porch into Rustin Brown And Emily's dad straight putting it down every week my girls be getting it done I should know I've been down since day one